You are listening to the God Focused Life Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Thompson, and my prayer is that every single listener will be inspired and challenged to be all that God has created you to be. Hello and welcome to episode 13. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's topic is success tips for a happier you. Now, a lot of us know if you are a Christ follower, what the Bible says, and it says that we have the joy of the Lord, that joy is a fruit of the Spirit, not happiness. I've heard it said many times that the Lord wants us to be joyful and he wants us to have joy and not happiness. And you know what? I believe that the Lord wants us to have both. There's a place in the spirit where the Lord resides and we get to be one with him. And I always tell people, when you close your eyes and you just connect with the Lord on a spiritual level, there is complete joy. No matter what chaos, what trial, what turmoil you might be going through, when you are one with the Lord and you are aware of his presence, then yes, the joy of the Lord does come and he meets us right where we are to fulfill us even in the midst of a horrible and horrific trial. But I will say this, we do live on planet earth and we do get to live and breathe and walk on the pavement of earth. And I believe that the Lord does want us to be happy. He wants us to have a joyful life, but he also allows us to make decisions, make choices to arrange our life so that we can literally bring ourselves happiness. Now let's get into that a little bit because I know you're thinking, oh my goodness, what about those times in my life where I'm just miserable and nothing is going right and I'm so frustrated, everything is just driving me nuts and I can't find joy nor happiness? Well, I want to help you with this. These are going to be very practical tips. Uh, it's going to require you to grab a pen and paper. Whether you do that right now, you can pause me and go get it right now. Or you can just put this in your back pocket and do it at a later time. But don't forget about this. I really want you to do this, okay? Now, we're going to make two different lists. One list is going to be for the things that fill you up, okay? Now, this is what I'm going to tell you to do, though. I want you to sit down, and maybe this is where you pause. I want you to sit and think, I mean, off the top of your head, What are the five things that fill your cup, that bring you happiness, that you just absolutely love? Maybe you love fresh flowers in the kitchen, or maybe you love coffee dates with a friend, or maybe you like to take your coffee for some alone time on the back porch. Maybe you like a vacation once or twice a year and, you know, you need to save a little money, you know, to make that happen. Maybe you love a clean house. I don't know about you, but there have been times where my husband and my kids have cleaned the house when I've been out of town. And when I come home, that is their gift to me. And oh my goodness, that's such a gift. It really fills my cup. Just the way that it smells, the way that it looks, everything's sparkling and shining. Uh, Maybe I'm influencing you to put that on your list. (laughs) But I want you to sit right now Name those top five things that fill your cup. One, two, three, four, five. Just write those five things. Don't don't write more because we're going to get to that a little bit later. Just the top five. Now, 
let's switch gears. I want you to think of those five things that absolutely zap your energy. And you are going to make a list. One, two, three, four, five. What are those things? You can even hear the tone of my voice. Like, oh, what are those five things? The top of the list that come to the top of your brain when you think about it. That just zap your energy. That just all of a sudden deflates your balloon. Maybe it is a cluttered house. Maybe it's being late late for church, late for work. Maybe it's having noisy kids and it drives you nuts when you're home and your kids are arguing and yelling and fussing and fighting, you know, whatever that looks like. Um, maybe it's simply having arguments. Maybe it's with your spouse and it just absolutely zaps all of your strength. Maybe it is cooking. <laughs> I do not profess to be the world's greatest cook. That is for sure. I don't really care for cooking so much. But I just want you to think, one, two, three, four, five. What are those five top things? And think about it yourself. I'm just giving you some ideas. Maybe there are some other things that really zap your energy. Okay. So whether you put me on pause or whether you're thinking about you know, doing this later. Now, let me, let me talk to you about each of these lists. What I want you to do, and this, this is why I'm asking you to, you to do five at a time, is because I want you to go back to those five things that fill your cup, and I want you to really meditate on this and think about this, about ways you can add these things into your life so that you can have more of it. Now, fresh flowers can bring you joy. Say if that's an example that brings you joy. What can you do? Maybe there's a maybe you can skip out on the Starbucks for the week and go buy yourself some flowers. Or maybe you uh, are going to plant a garden. Maybe you want to plan to uh, plant a flower garden next spring, or you know something like that. Something that you can have those fresh flowers, and you can make that happen. Um, maybe it's you know the the coffee on the back porch or whatever it is. I'm just using these examples that I jotted down. Maybe you need to arrange your schedule. How can you make time to have your coffee on the porch? Not coffee while you're doing your makeup. Not coffee while you're getting ready. Coffee on the back porch, right where you like it. Maybe you have your fresh flowers in front of you while you're on the back porch. Okay, so the goal of this is to sit down and make time Figure out in, in your schedule how you're going to make time for these special things so that they will make you happy. And I would even suggest at least one a day. One thing that makes you happy every single day. Now let's go to the list of the things that zap your energy. And this may even take a little bit more time than the first list um, to figure out how you are going to um, you know, navigate through this and how you are going to fix some of these things on the list. The big thing that stands out to me is, you know, um, maybe being the, the late for work or the noisy kids. If you're late for work, it's going to mean you're going to have to get up a little bit earlier so that you can get ready. And if you're going to plan on having your coffee on your porch, you're going to have to get up a little bit even earlier than that, you know, and, and get your life in order, your morning in order so that you aren't late for work or late for church or late for, I like to do this. This is what I tell my family, especially if we are getting out of the, the door. If I know that we have to leave, you know, if we have to leave the house by 530 to get somewhere at six, you know, I will tell my family, okay, we have to be ready by 515, 
5.15. And they're like, why do we have to leave so early? And I'm like, because, you know, and I'll just say, you know what? I need to get there early, da 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 da, da. You know, because I don't want to stress out. I don't want to, whatever. Maybe the traffic's bad or whatever. But I will set that time. I just tell the whole family, we are leaving at 5.15. And usually what happens is that we are out the door by 525 or 530. And maybe it'll be 532. But you know what? At least we're earlier than like saying 530 and then it's 545 before we head out the door. Um, in the situation, if you have the noisy kids or the arguments with your spouse or whatever, I'm going to suggest this. I'm not even proclaiming to be a therapist. I'm not, you know, that's not what my job is. But I will say Maybe you do need to figure out some things um, and go a little bit deeper with why are the kids so noisy? Why, as a parent, do you not have control over how your kids are behaving in your home? Um, because as parents, we do get to raise our children and train our children up in the way they should go. And we do have some control and leverage over that. And maybe it's going to take some outside help to, you know, to help us do that. But if we put in some time and effort, we can figure out ways to um, get the, the kids not so noisy. I'm not saying perfect because you know what? Children are children and there's a time and a place for everything. An example for me was I would allow my kids time during the day. Like this is our outside time or this is our play time. This is the time where we get to be silly and be whatever. And then there were other times of, I'm sorry, this is time where we're serious. This is not time to shout or yell or, you know, whatever that looks like this, you know, I would just have times so that they're, you know, they could get their um, I was going to say their wiggles out, but their screams and their laughter and joy and all of that out at a, at a certain time. But then later on, there's a time for seriousness and maybe it's a time for chores or a time to get busy or a time to study, time to read, time to rest, whatever that looks like. And if you schedule out your day, that can be helpful. Something else with arguments, that is definitely something that zaps. I don't care who you are. It will zap your energy no matter who you're arguing with. And I had to, I have learned, I'm not perfect at this because a lot of times I like to get my way <laughs> and to a fault and I like to be heard. And a lot of times I will go head to head, toe to toe and argue with the best of them. But then I've, over the years, I've started to realize, you know what? It's a lose-lose situation because even if I'm arguing, it's zapping my strength and I lose. And if I'm arguing and arguing and arguing and I'm going to lose that battle anyway, and the other person, if it's my spouse, it's not like he's getting his cup filled by me arguing with him. So it's really a lose-lose situation. And when we get to that point where we're emotional anyway, there's no discussing. I had a therapist tell me that one time. Whenever a discussion gets to a place of emotion, then there is no thinking things clearly. So it's better off to just stop. So those are just a little tips. I know we're kind of getting a little bit sidetracked in to how to combat these things that zap your energy. But that's that's what, it, what it's going to take. It's going to take some time for you to sit down. You do that one, two, three, four, five for the happiness and the one, two, three, four, five for the energy zappers. And then you're going to sit and meditate on each one of those and figure out how am I going to fix my life? How am I going to rearrange my schedule or rearrange, you know, my life in general and get these things fixed? I'm not saying perfect. I, again, I, I'm not saying that we're going to live these perfect lives, 
But I do think that there are things that we can control. Um, I'm looking literally right now as I'm recording this, I am looking at a pile of laundry <laughs> that needs to be folded. And you know what? I need time management so that I can get that pile of dirty laundry or uh, clean laundry. Thankfully, it's clean folded so that I have more peace. Right. So otherwise, it just sits there and it clutters and it just, you know, adds to my stress. So that's what I just want to challenge you with today. What makes you happy? What zaps your energy? And after you work through these five, I want you to really, I mean, go like, I mean, grab that bull by the horns and really work it out this week and figure out ways that you can, I mean, you want to master at least two of them in each list. You want to master them. And I think you can do it in a week easily. And then as you get, you know, those five and then, you know, in each list, then go ahead and sit down again, maybe once a month, sit down again and write out five more in each column, which of course is going to take some time management, which would mean probably a calendar and sitting, you know, sitting down and scheduling that out. What, what your life, the first of every month, I sit down and figure out those things I'm going to work on to bring my life some happiness. I do believe that the Lord has created us with emotions for a reason. Yes, there's a time to be happy. There's a time to be sad. There is a time to be diligent. There's a time to work hard. And the Lord rewards us for our diligence. Uh, the word says that he, uh, that a workman is due his wages. And sometimes the wages isn't monetary. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's just that satisfaction of knowing I did this job and I did it well. It's done and I don't have these extra stressors in my life. So I hope that this helps you. I hope this is some practical advice and these tips will help you to, um, you know, just organize your life and, and just bring some smiles into your life and it will have a ripple effect to those around you. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you are enjoying these podcast episodes, I just want to encourage you to go ahead and rate and review and please share, 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 share. I would love to see you just take a screenshot of this podcast and post it on social media and tag me in it so that I can give you some love and uh, give you some hearts and just some, you know, thank yous, thank yous for just getting the word out about a God-focused life. All right, guys, until next time, we'll see you later.